Welcome. To Arcade Audio. We are gathered here today to honor the spirit of our companion, Wade Anderson. Uh, Danica, if you don't mind, I'd like to say a few words in honor of Wade. I'm just going to step up here to the podium real quick. My name is Professor P.T. Barnabas. I am a professor who was researching alien life when all of a sudden an escape pod from a spaceship crash-landed in the middle of Egypt. Me and my research assistant, cum grad student Michelle, found in the escape pod a bunch of Betamax tapes which recorded the activities of the Humanoid Resources Department upon the alien spaceship, the SS Spaceship. We pursued these leads, listening until we realized that the evil captain of the spaceship, Drew Butt, had been ejected from the spaceship. Little did we know he had made his way to Earth to kidnap all of the world leaders, which he has effectively done. I went into hiding after he murdered my graduate assistant, and I was found by Agent Danica Patrick and Wade Anderson, rogue CIA agent and rogue CIA intern. God rest his soul, for it is at his funeral that we now stand as we hurtle through space, having just gone through a black hole, pursuing the evil Captain Drew Buck to capture him and return our world leaders to Earth. We'll miss you, Wade. Amen. So, uh, what do you want to do with this body? I would prefer if we let him loose into space. No, I mean, I am currently, I forgot to say, I am in Wade Anderson's body now. I freaky fried in into him, so what oh, do you want to do with this body? I realized that fully, <laughs> and my hope was that he would evacuate his honorable body and go back into your personal leathery horror body. Which I left on the moon and Freaky Friday with a rock, so we'll no, pick it up on the way back and maybe some, we'll... like some retconning, but it's... It's like not retconning. If you pay attention to what we do, that is exactly well, what I happened. Ha- I had thought... We that. should not be arguing over the I body of that, our friend. I thought that we had brought the body with us along with Sonny the Rock, but it seems as if that is not the case. That is not the case. So, I assume the, the best way to respect my good, close platonic friend Wade is for you to occupy his humanoid form. Mm-hmm. Ship sailed. His beautiful hot, hot body. It's a very good body and you could, you could barely do any better in the earthly realm for a body that well. Yeah, I know. Wait, what? It's a very good body. What? In our last rites for Wade Anderson, we are going to do the thing that he loved most when he was with alongside all of us, and that is to listen to a tape from the human. Why didn't you tell him any of that when he was alive? He's so much. He had the hots for you. Complicated woman. And now that he's dead and a centuries-old pervert is in his body, now you're attracted to it? And now we play a recording to honor his memory. Well, now you can't have it. His spirit. Play the tape. I'm gonna fuck this body up. This is HR recording number 2667.3.3, employee number A3CR, East Blue. Guys, I've been rusty. I forgot my employee number. Yeah, you you took a long vacation, bud. Yeah. You want to try it again? Uh, employee number 833RC4N. Well, you want to try it again, buddy? Yeah, you want to take it one more time? Third time's a charm? Elian Borquan. And recognize my voice. Oh, okay, yeah. Time, so. There you go. It just oh, I didn't know it auto-populated your employee number from your your vocal tones. So, like, if you can't remember your uh, employee number, you have to do a vocal check. You know, like authorizing. Like, do a voice check. You have to say it really disinterested like that. Well, that's what the, I'm assuming. What a computer thinks like. Oh, jeez. Oh god. Here it goes again. Idiot couldn't remember his own employee number. Blah. I don't think this is not a very secure practice. All you have to do is. Who like, else? Oh, you know, I forgot my password. Well, somebody could steal your voice. I mean, somebody we, could wait till you're asleep and then press on your chest. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, that I mean, that's a way to do it. We also do record every single meeting we have. They can just play any of our recordings. Yeah, or that. I think equally, our, those are equally plausible. Do you make noise when options. someone presses on your chest when you're asleep? I, well, I don't know. Surely, I don't know. I'm asleep. So you're just assuming that if someone, it's like a like a, a, a dog chew toy with a squeaker inside. 
Yeah. Did Did you ever see that movie, um, The Princess Bride? Oh yeah. Okay. I actually know what you're saying here. Yeah. We're okay. I have seen The to, Princess Bride. To Blade, True Love. Whatever yeah. he says mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. press on his chest. Yeah. I mean, he's dead, but I feel like what's really what the line is pretty fine between dead and asleep. It's like a human accordion. Yeah. Okay. The bellows. Yeah. If somebody presses on your bellows while you're asleep, then they can get into your computer and do all sorts of nefarious cyber deeds. Yeah. Hey, you want to take it around one more time? Yeah. Why don't you do the whole recording? Yeah. I mean, well, we nobody else said theirs. All right. This is HR recording number two six six seven dot three dot three. Employee number eight three three R C four N. Employee number P one six. And employee number Doug. See, we did it. I guess it was the fourth time was the charm there. Well, the third real effort. Well, first off, guys, you know, um, I, I'm glad we we found another pretty safe location to have these meetings. I did not know that there was an old abandoned theme park aboard this ship. This place is insane. Yeah, this is wild. It's like covered in cobwebs, but the uh, the creepy organ music is still playing. Yeah, you should see the uh, roller coaster graveyard they have. They have a ro- a roller coaster graveyard. Yeah, whenever they is... whenever they would like okay. build a new roller coaster, they'd have to get rid of an old one, so they have a little graveyard in the corner with the tombstone for each roller coaster. They act, so those are. Those are huge graves. They buried the whole roller coaster? No, no, they just put a tombstone out. Oh, I was thinking that they had to bury it like it was dead. Oh, no, we, no. Could dig, we could dig around in there and see. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. they scattered the bones of the coaster. I would just reuse it. I tried to go ride the Titanosaur, but the line was too long. The line? Now? Yeah, there were, there were a bunch of people in, like, old, dusty old coats and hats, like, sitting in line. And the line hasn't moved either. Did you check to see if there were, like, skeletons underneath their dusty coats and hats? No. No, I... Honestly, Doug, it didn't occur to me to check if there were skeletons under those dusty old coats and hats. But I can go back and see. No, you don't have to go back. I mean, you... Specifically, if they're dusty and old coats and hats, you'd think... They were very... They were very... I'm talking, like, a a layer of cheesecake icing dust. Like, a lot of dust. Cheesecake icing? You could cut through. It's thick enough to cut through with a knife. The the amount of dust that were on those, like, old coats So it's hats. thick and compacted. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Maybe there were skeletons underneath of this. I mean, I'm starting to... Yeah, I'm pretty confident in that Well, assessment. I'm gonna... Before we, you know, after we meet, I'm gonna go back and try to ride again. It could be dustoids. Dustoids? Yeah. Or Doug, a dustoid is basically like a sentient ball of dust. Oh, okay. The dustoids were extinct. Oh, I thought so too, but you know, what you described sounds a lot like a dustoid. Do dustoids traditionally wear coats and hats? I'm picturing like like dusters. Oh, like, oh, okay. Like the coat, the duster. Yeah. Is that named after dustoids? I mean, humanity didn't discover dustoids until... That was a pretty dumb question, I guess, wasn't it? Well, P16, good luck getting out there, because, I mean, we're right smack dab in the middle of the Hall of Mirrors. So I, I, I'm not really sure where the exit is. I'm also just so bad with directions in a place with no mirrors. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Why did we pick the center of the Hall of Mirrors? I don't think we picked it. I think we just kind of got tired and gave up. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I like it, though, because I look around and I see a bunch of friendly faces. Oh, that's pretty sweet. They're all me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, Elliot, are you in the same part of the Hall of Mirrors as us? <laughs> I think so. Your voice is a lot quieter. Yeah. Oh, huh. Well, and you only see yourself. I see P16. Yeah, I see a lot of me. Oh, hell yeah. It's like I'm back on your. Oh, because you're seeing people like this. Yeah. I think you're in like some sort of weird mirror pocket. Uh, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna try to find you guys, but you, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, I know that we we invited someone to meet us here in the Hall of Mirrors, so I, I mean they've got to be around one of these corners here somewhere. Yeah. Here, I'm just gonna go ahead and. Oh look! Okay, I found a curtain. I'm gonna pull back this curtain. Hopefully, our, oh, our God. guest is behind. Yeah, wow! It really breaks the how illusion. They, how do they mirror that curtain? Ooh, it is a mirror. It's curtain. like a mirror-plated curtain. Ooh, it makes noises like a wind chime when you touch it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. This is probably pretty weird if there's a guy right on the other end of this. But okay, I, I'm gonna. Do you guys need anything else, or before I let our guest in here? Mm, no, I'm good. Okay. Ow. Oh, I, I walked into a mirror. Oh, I feel like that's going to be a repeated yeah. occurrence here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, hey, hi there. Hey, hello. 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 Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for. I'm sorry, this was inconvenient. Thanks for meeting us here. Oh, actually, this is on the way for me. Oh so yeah. This is great. On the way to where? Uh, oh, on the way to lunch. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'm Doug. Uh, hi. Uh, Lift Niff. 
Lifniff. Oh, yeah. Um, Lif, can I? I always get in trouble when I ask this. Uh, what? What? Are, what are you? Oh, I am a Mordane. A Mordane. 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 Okay. Great. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's an alien species, Doug. Oh, I, well, I I believe that. Are most notable for the fact that we have no death perception. Death perception. We have no death perception. Okay. Is he saying death or depth? If I had to guess, I'd say no P. D E T H. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a band called Death? Like the Death Strokes? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's never heard them. <laughs> Maybe his whole species has never heard them. I don't know. Okay. Um, are you saying death or depth? Death. D E A T H. Okay. Death. There is an A in it. Okay. okay. I missed the one. I said no P, but I missed the. Oh, you have no. I think you're thinking of Death Leopard. Oh. Def. Yes, definitely. Oh, I was thinking of the Death Tones, but that's that's D E F. Yes. Well, I have no death perception. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, uh, Liff, should we call you Liff or call you Liff Diff? Uh, Liff is fine. Okay, Liff, Liff what, what brings you to the Humanoid Resources uh, Department? Great. Well, I uh, have a question about dating people that I work with. Oh, okay, cool, great. Well, this, you came to the right place. Great, wonderful. Should I start at the beginning, I guess? Is that the easiest way? I mean, you yeah. tell, I guess, yeah, sure. Tell yes. us a story. Uh, well, I work in quantity control. Okay. Um, which, as you guys know, is the section of the ship that is responsible for making sure that when energy is converted into matter, the correct number of matter things is created. Oh, okay. Um, now, due to a mishap, I may have cloned myself, and I am curious if I am permitted to date a duplicate of myself that was created in quantity control. Ooh, Aww. interesting. This is like a word problem. Yeah, so is there like a form I need to fill out, or...? Well, Elian, I mean, you're the expert in, in HR policy. Yeah, so, I mean, well, you should be. You're the director, but I, I'll, I'll take... So normally you'd have to fill out a form if you were, uh, you know, dating a coworker. Uh, but since you're the person you're trying to date is also a work uh, mishap, I will say. Uh, it's Does that mean he has to fill out two forms? Yeah, he's got at least at minimum two forms. He's well, got to fill out a form essentially stating, hey, here's the breach of quantity mm. that was created. Uh, and then at least another form to say, I also want to date this breach of quantity. Oh, okay. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, like, otherwise you just, you have people... You'd have people creating work mishaps all the time yes. just so that they could, like, you know, get some. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. We never do that. Oh, I didn't mean to accuse you or... I mean, quantity, obviously... You quantity weren't... control takes our job very seriously. No, 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 we can tell. We can tell. You're, it's very serious. I mean, I'm just saying, theoretically, a less scrupulous uh, individual or a department might um, kind of go hog wild, so to speak. Well, we don't let anyone into quantity control. Yeah, I guess that would be part of yeah. quantity control. That would, that's true. Yeah. Thank you. There is a specific number of people that are allowed to be in quantity control, and we keep that number set. Do you have someone who controls the quantity of quantity control? Yes. When I left, a new person had to be brought into the department oh. from another department. That's like a displacement situation. Yes, yeah. exactly. There okay. can only be a certain number of objects in quantity control at any one time. That makes sense. Let me ask you this. When you cloned yourself, did was a, did an equal amount of matter disappear, or was Ooh. it a, like sort of a lockdown mishap, like, uh-oh, we're over quantity right now? Well, it's not so much a clone as it is a duplication. Because okay. we are creating, because a clone would be a genetic recreation. Mm -hmm. We don't clone anything in quantity oh. control. We exactly duplicate the thing. Because if you were to clone me, it would take many years. Or you'd have to put me into a tank in order to uh, age me up. Yes. And even then, I would not be the exact same. In quantity control, we create exact same duplications of items. This is the weirdest location to be having this conversation. I know, because there's like a hundred lift nifs. And I can't even see any of them. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's only one lift nif here. Oh, great, quite lift. Did you come alone? As far as I know, yes. Oh, but <laughs> so one of these, man, one of these, instead of being Amir, could be the clone of Lif Nif. Well, a duplication of Lif Nif. Right, if I'm sorry. If it's a duplication, does this mean that, like, every action that you take, your duplicate is taking the exact same Oh, yeah, action? is it like one of those those writing desks that Thomas Jefferson invented? Uh, well, no, as soon as the duplicate is made, we are now on different paths. Mm, okay, okay. I, I have a few questions here. First off, Lif Nif, is it... So is this like a, does does the clone of Lifniff have the same exact memories and, and thought processes as you, or is this like an Encino Man situation where it's like blank slate, 
coming into the world. Well, Encino Man remembered what happened. Ah, that's up a great point. Encino okay, Man totally fair. Frozen. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it is not a blank slate. It is an exact duplication of me up until the moment that I was duplicated. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, secondly, um, so did. Where did you leave the clone in quantity control, or did it did it follow? I'm sorry, God, I'm gonna keep doing that. Please, gotta stop. I'm sure that's offensive, and I keep I can't break that. Like it's it makes okay fair. So did you did you leave the clone there, or did the clone just get unleashed into the? Could the clone be as far as I know? Okay, so but my question here is, could the clone be impersonating you? Well, I could be the duplicate right now, for all I know. Right, entirely possible. We could be talking to the duplicate. Okay, because Lift Niff, the duplicate, either myself or the other Lift Niff. Uh, knows all of my codes, all of my passwords, where my keys are, mm. knows the entire layout of the ship. And he would have wouldn't the same uh, morality as you, so he wouldn't be creating a bunch of duplicates right now if you were here. Well, up until the moment that we became duplicated, if either he or I became bad at that moment mm. or some other moment, oh gosh. So really what this we is should... a massive. This is a massive cybersecurity problem. Yeah. I, well, well, at least for Lyft Niff. Yeah. So really what we should be doing here is we should be administering some sort of morality test to Lyft Niff to see if we think that the duplicate is going to turn evil, hmm. right? So we, sh- we should be assessing you morally yeah. so that right. we can figure out, right. we can assess the risk that's out there with the duplicate mm-hmm. or the original. Go, go with me on this one. I'm not sure this is, I'm just sort of spitballing here, but is it one of those situations where we can like... You point a gun at him and you say, who do I shoot? Ooh. His answer... Who do I shoot in half? Yeah. Mm. Well, I think it's just him. Yeah. And also, we could just be pointing the gun at a mirror, so... That's true. Also, I don't have a gun. No, that's... Yeah, okay. There's a lot of issues with that one. But I like where your head's I at. Put my laser pointer at him. Oh, <laughs> at his eyes? Yeah. But if it's a mirror, it's going to bounce back and hit you in the eyes. I don't want to take that risk. Okay, that's a real conundrum. Elian, you got any? Uh, okay, I'm, I, I think I've moved out of my current room... Oh, okay. Uh, what are you seeing? Uh, it's still a lot of me, but they're they're wackier. Oh, are you in the oh, fat room? I think so. Oh, so there's some fat... really wiggly, too. Oh, oh, you're in the wiggly room. Right? Yeah, uh, well, fat and wiggly. Oh, uh, okay, you're you in, the... in the prism in the middle of the fat and wiggly room. Ooh. Try to walk towards one of them. See if you hit... Ow, Okay, God. Yeah. okay. yeah, that was you. a mirror. I, I, my prediction before was correct. Um, okay, well, uh, lift me if I... Okay, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out in front of you. Um, if you came upon a big bag of money on the side of the road, okay, okay yeah, this is good. Uh, w- what would you do with that? What, what, what would you do? How much money? Um, let's say like. Uh, well, that's telling, isn't mm, it? I guess that is. But he does love quantity. He really likes to control quantity. So yeah, maybe that's just that's a work just thing. Part of his job. Let's say all the money that could fit in a sack, like a big sack. What kind of sack? Ah, like a burlap sack, like a, a How big sack, of a burlap sack. Like a sack. Of potato, like a potato sack. How big are the potatoes? Okay, uh, like baby, baby red potatoes. Okay, how many, how many of them though? Uh, like five hundred. Okay, so how many pounds are we talking? Well, I mean, if, I guess if they weigh on average like a tenth of a pound, then what, like fifty pounds? So Whoa. each red potato weighs a tenth of a pound. Yeah, so or the entire bag of potatoes weighs a tenth of a pound. Each bag, each. Those are no. some small potatoes. <laughs> So a fifty-pound bag of baby red potatoes, uh, full of money. And potatoes? No, there's no potatoes in the sack. Which currency? I guess I should specify the denomination. Let's say like credits. Uh, yeah, let's say like because they're kind of an ethereal concept. They're digital only. How do you keep potatoes from rotting? You keep them dry. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, that's why they're in the sack, so that no liquid's going to get in. Oh well, no! Because uh, the liquid can get out. Yeah, it's a, it's like in uh, like a one way street, you know. It's like, not a one way street. It's definitely a two way street. I don't know about that. Have you it's ever a burlap sack? The water can go both ways. You ever put like wrap your arm in a burlap sack and put it under some water? No. Yeah. See, there you go. Now you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, uh, let's okay. What's what's a what's a reasonable uh, physical currency that could be in there? Hmm. What does Mordain use, or what did they use before joining our Galactic Federation? Uh, well. Because everyone doesn't know if anyone is alive or dead, we mostly oh. just kind of sit around waiting to see if things that we ordered are going to show up, and oftentimes they don't because the delivery person died, but we don't realize that they died. It wasn't until I got on the ship that I realized that people perished and didn't just 
stop showing up to things. That answers a well. I, it doesn't quite answer questions. Yeah, I think that, that opens up more questions. Uh, our economy collapsed a number of times, regardless <laughs> okay. of which currency we were. Using. But you wouldn't know if it collapsed because you you didn't know if the economy was dead or still well, alive. We, we knew that the economy collapsed. Okay, so you can figure out the the death of the well, economy. Well, economies collapse; they don't die. Oh, okay, that's that's a good point. They go into recessions. Mm, true. Okay. So Just we use like living beings. Mm, okay, so this. Oh, wait, I don't think that's so true. we used bones and shells. Bones and human hair at one point. Um, okay. And then our hair. Let's, and then, yes, go ahead. Let's say you find a 50 pound sack of baby red potatoes full of human hair. Oh, 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 oh. That's a lot of money. Okay. What, oh. You find it on the side of the road. What are you going to do with that 50 pound sack of human hair? Oh. Of course, it's not 50 pounds of human hair. It's a 50 pound sack of potatoes filled with as much human hair as can fit into that 50 pound sack. And, and important to note, the potatoes have been removed. Yes, no potatoes. Right, no potatoes, just hair. That's a lot of hair. I mean, that's probably 10 pounds of hair. Ooh. Yeah, that would be cool. You think? Okay, well, I think that's about right. Yeah. Probably 10 pounds yeah. of hair. I know quantity. <laughs> You're talking to the quantity. Well, we're talking one of the quantity guys. That's true. Uh, oh gosh! I mean, I I think I would have. Well, I'd look around. Is anybody around? Is anybody looking for this sack? Um, in the distance, you can see like some tail lights, but that's it. Well, this seems really sketchy. I, I'm taking it to the cops. Okay, that's. I feel like that's a good moral answer. I feel a little bit better about the the duplicate that's out there based on that answer. Plus that windfall, people are going to come straight for me with that much human hair. Oh, going to be a no country for old men situation. Well, and all my family members. I mean, everyone. Oh. Hey, you got. I heard you got some human hair. Yeah. Can I have some human hair? Well, I'll say, like, if I'm a cop, and I'm sitting behind the beat desk, you know, just minding my own business at the beginning of the day. There's one thing that's gonna tell me, okay, I'm looking at a morally upstanding citizen and that's somebody who walks through the door with a 50 pound bag of human hair. Ooh, 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 okay. You're a cop sitting at a police station and a guy walks in with a 50 pound bag full of human hair. What do you do as the cop? What's my rank? Ooh, lieutenant. Yeah. Why am I sitting behind the desk if I'm a lieutenant? Uh, the, Is the, the sergeant the guy, break? The sergeant's on paternity leave. He's on paternity mm-hmm. leave? Yep. How long? Uh, a month. It's, it's a really, a it's a very generous policy at this police station. It's very long. Yeah. All right, and I'm a lieutenant. You're a lieutenant who's filling in on desk duty. How long have I been on desk duty? Um, it's your third day. Is there a... Can you get a potato too dry to where it would, like, rot because it's so dry? Or this, it would destroy the potato? I'm thinking... Here's what I'm thinking. I've got potatoes. I'm just going to run a hair dryer over them to keep them good until I'm ready to eat. Well, that would start to cook them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, back to the drawing board. Where were we? You're, you're a three-day-in lieutenant on desk duty. Have you been on duty for three straight days? No, no, no. It's your third day of normal... Wait, he got promoted in three days? No, 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 no. Lieutenant? No, no. He's, he is, he's been a lieutenant for, let's say, two years. Oh. Uh, and his, his top sergeant's on paternity leave. And uh, you got to fill in on desk duty. He was also my top sergeant? Yeah, he was your top oh. sergeant. Did I want to be a detective or did I want to be a lieutenant? Oh, um, your dad was a detective. But you're you're not really sure because he was pretty uh, sad. Well, why am I still a police officer then? This sounds terrible. I mean, so far this is a pretty good answer. Yeah, this is a good answer. You know, it's, he's he's re- he's a reluctant leader here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody walks in with a sack of human hair. Yeah. Let's say you, you, the other version of you. Do I recognize that. me? Oh, okay. No, just just the Ooh, the other. What if it's his duplicate that walks in? With is a it another human hair? Is this my duplicate? Is now he wearing a lieutenant's uniform too? <laughs> okay. I feel like we got we got a little bit in the weeds here, and I feel like it's mostly my fault. Um, I, I apologize. That was a difficult moral quandary to put you in, but you know I feel like so far you've passed. You've passed pretty well. Oh, good. Um, so I, I have two. Is there a form I need to fill out? Well, yeah, may, maybe. But okay. I, so oh, I have. Yeah, you're trying to date yourself. I forgot about that. I, you know, I feel like well, I forgot I, about I, a lot of this. The, yeah. mor- the morality. Do I need to fill out a form for morality? Oh. oh, you know, I think the fact that he asked is all that. Yeah, I think he does. You did. You just did. Phil. Once you ask, it kind oh. of like wish wills it into existence. Oh, he, you, oh, so you're th- you're saying he does? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, here, here, Elion, maybe you can rustle up a form while while I ask. All right, I got to get it to him though. That's the tricky part. Okay. Well, here, I, I got two questions, real quick. All right. Okay. First one, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this. The hopefully the quicker answer first. Liff, I realize we we don't really have full confidence in we're seeing stuff in mirrors. Right, so I'm not positive that we're looking at you right now. So okay. can, can you describe what exactly what your species looks like, what you look like, 
But just, if you're looking at copies of me in a mirror. Well, I, but but we could be looking at copies of something else. Like I can't see Elion, but I know Elion's here, oh. right? So I want to make sure that we're not staring at some other entity or your duplicate. So first off, maybe describe what you look like, and then maybe do something. Be like, I'm raising my hand and holding up this number of fingers, All or right. a dance of some sort. You see what I, I mean? I understand. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I have blue skin. Okay. Do you just see someone with blue skin. Yeah. Well, Elion. Also I see a lot of people with blue skin. Yeah. Right here. Okay. Are they you? Those, yeah, they're all me, so okay. don't worry about that. <laughs> all right. I, I have gray vertical stripes. Oh. See blue skin with gray vertical stripes. Are you wearing a Are you wearing a duster right now? Uh, I am not wearing a duster. Okay. Good. Because I don't see anyone wearing a duster, but yeah. P16 talking if about If you were, I'd, I'll tell you this. You, you're probably not. You gotta, you're probably not going to ride that roller coaster in okay. a Oh, I've seen that one. Do not get in line with the dustoids. I made that mistake myself. They're talkers? talkers. Big talkers. Oh. They do exist. <laughs> okay, blue vertical stripes, vertical gray stripes. So far, so good. Uh, wearing my standard issue jumpsuit. Okay, do you have a head? So your head looks like a blue watermelon. Yeah. Okay. But vertical, not a horizontal watermelon. Did you ask if he has a head? It did sort of sound like that. No, I, I do you have a head because it looks like a watermelon. <laughs> no, I was just asking if his head does look like a... I not, do have a head. Was okay. that the second question? Oh, okay. I do have a head. That sounds like a, like a real bad attempt at bullying someone. <laughs> like, you got a head? Because it looks like a watermelon. <laughs> okay, I, watermelon head, uh, standard issue jumpsuit. Okay, now, I think, I'm pretty sure... Now should I raise an arm, or...? Well, you tell... Do something uh, unique to you. Okay. Uh, Maybe I, something that would be hard for someone pretending to be you to imitate. Ah. Uh, who's pretending to be him? A du- duplicate. The duplicate. It, that is him. Guys, think about this. What if he's describing himself and you're looking at the duplicate? That's what I'm worried about. And he's about. just announcing what he's doing. The duplicate's going to know what to do. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, never mind. I have thought it went away. Why, here, I, why don't you do something? Okay. We'll observe it. All right. And then afterwards you can tell us what you did. Got it. Yeah, and if it matches up, then it's all good. Great. Okay. Okay. Got it. This is going to play really well. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. All right, did you guys get it? Yeah, I, I got it. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to tell you? You should tell us what oh, you did. You already heard me to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I was unsure if you had died because you had been quiet for some time. Okay. He did have that look on Yeah, his he face. furrowed his brow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some brow furrowing. Okay, I, I feel pretty confident that it's Lifnif who's in here with us, and not... Do you have a, some sort of a name or designation for your duplicate, Lifnif 2? Oh gosh, I haven't even gotten that far yet. I mean, I just looked into his eyes and I was like, in love. Oh yeah, I, I came straight here. We haven't really even unpacked that at all. Oh, here's my other question. Are you sure the duplicate was alive? Oh, 100%. He doesn't have... he knows when things are alive. But he doesn't know when they're dead. Therefore, he doesn't know when they're alive. Mm. Well, we just have no death perception. We just assume everything's alive all the time. So did it? Did your uh, duplicate move? Oh, yes. We both instantly went, oh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> that, how romantic. It is. It was love at first count. Oh, yep. One plus one equals you. Are inheritances, like, really messed up on your home planet? Oh. Has anyone ever inherited anything? Well, only just recently have we started to get inheritances. As we made contact with other species and we realized that all of the people that we thought had just quit being our friends and quit calling us were, in fact, dead, we realized that we had a lot of untangling to do. Mm. Man, it's like, I've never thought about how good we have it knowing that our friends and family die. Like, I always thought that's a horrible thing, but how much better is it to know, like, well, it's not that my dad just decided he didn't want to have anything to do with me anymore. He just fucking died. So it's better than the ambiguity. Mm-hmm. I was once at a party where it turns out the host had been dead for two weeks. Wow. Damn, that is wow. a, that is an in-advance invitation. And you were like, God, what a jerk not showing up to his own party. Well, he was there. He was just sitting in a chair. Oh, so you, everyone, were people like greeting him? Well, yes. I mean, we'd say hello, and then we'd be like, why is he being so cold? And then we'd be like, why didn't he get any chips or dip? There are no drinks here. Why isn't he playing any music? Why are all the lights off? What's this smell? It wasn't until a few weeks ago that I realized he had been dead. Oh, when you when you finally came to terms with it here yes. on the ship, mm-hmm. wow. Hmm. I feel like this, like, for the people who've gotten off of um, what was your planet called again? 
Mordane. Mordane. Okay, people who've gotten off of Mordane, I'm sorry. Uh, when they come back and try to tell people who are still there, like, no, death is a thing, I feel like the people there are probably like, you're crazy, get out of here. Oh, it's very hard to understand. Yeah. I mean, if you live in a three-dimensional world, it's hard to picture a fourth dimension. Mm. If you live in a world where no one ever dies because you can't see it, mm. then death just doesn't exist. And the fourth T stands for death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Death is the fourth dimension. Yeah. At least on more day. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, I guess we should crack open this this big egg here. You're in love with yourself? I guess. That yeah. was your first reaction? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's very important to love yourself. Me too. Mm, I, I agree. I mean, but uh, it's it's interesting. So, I guess you're not... Have you dated anyone before? Well, people on more days. Yeah. What, were those relationships with people who were very similar to you, or was it like an opposites attract type situation? Uh, well, some of them were opposites attract, some of them were same-same, some of them were, oh, I think you'd be a good match with this person who is my sister or co-worker or something, and it turns out they've been dead the whole time, and you end up dating them for four years. Four years. Wow. Sounds like you had a, a tough relationship. Well, it was one-sided. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. But yeah. she was such a good listener. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I buy that. Yeah. Well, so what was it about yourself that you were immediately attracted to? Well, gosh, there's no other Mordanes on the ship. So, oh. I mean, seeing another Mordane has been a while since I had seen one. And it's just perfect. And when we got each other instantly. Yeah. We already knew all the same movies, the same books, the same music. How much time did you spend with your duplicate before you came down here? Uh, just a few minutes. And you immediately started talking about your favorite movies and books? Well, we almost didn't have to. We mostly like, eh, uh, yeah, eh, and we just knew what we were talking about. Did you converse at all, or did you only say the exact same words and noises at the exact same time as each other? Yes. That was it? So you basically just went, like, at mm-hmm. the same time? Yeah, we word vomited at each other for a few minutes. Was it like that scene in Bruce Almighty? Where he goes like, hum, 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 hum. we weren't speaking in tongues. Well, no, I know, but were you just like trying to? Was one of you trying to fake the other one out, but the other one knew exactly what you were going to do? Yes, exactly. Okay, can you describe that a little bit for us? I'm just fascinated by this. What it's like to do the exact same thing as somebody else? Well, like, where did your brain go? What were you like? Here's the thing I'm going to do that no one else would ever do at this moment. Well, okay. yeah. I mean, at first I was like, I mean, we of course we both said, oh, too many, and then we were about to both say we need to do a count, but all we could say was we, and then we instantly knew that we were both about to do a count at the same time, mm. which would have been one, two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, instantly I was like, ooh, I'm going to try and freak him out and say that it's time to break for lunch. And then we both said, Luh, and but we knew that we were both thinking lunch, and that put that one right down. And then I thought, oh, well, what if I then say, let's get back in the chamber and unduplicate, but all I could say was, let's, and we both instantly knew that we were trying to unduplicate each other. Uh, and we did that for another few minutes until I was like, oh, I'm in love. So basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to recap here. The way that the audio in that room went is, whoa, too many. Huh? Le? Long? And that was it? Well, and then additional first parts of Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was just that and then silence. No, uh, no, wow. we did sit in silence for a little while. I think we both thought we were going to try and psych each other, but we were unsuccessful. Well, so, yeah, and if you thought you were going to, the other one was going to try to exactly. psych you, then, yeah, you can assume, logically. Wow, this is a, a deep well. What if I'm the one inside the mirror? P16, you okay? What if I'm the one inside the, behind the glass, and when I... Uh, quote unquote walk away I just disappear and the real P16 goes outside the hall of mirrors how I mean I, I everything I do he does too maybe you want to try like touching yourself oh, that came out real like your face yeah I can yeah I'm doing it I can feel myself but he's doing it too and he's saying the same stuff so the only thing to do would be to walk out of the, vis- the view of the mirror and see if you're still alive. Just turn around. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> I guess the Hall of Mirrors is a difficult place to be having this okay. quandary. Guys, I got out of the Hall of Mirrors. Oh, and yeah. I rode the bank roller. It rules. You rode, you rode yeah. one of the rollers? It was a great roller coaster. It's still in ship shape? Yeah. Wow. It was a little, I mean, it was a little dusty and rickety, and I had to operate it myself, but boy... 
Wow. It was pretty fun. Did you finish that and then come back in the Hall of Mirrors to tell us this? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I can't find you guys anymore. <laughs> what, are you just seeing yourself? Yeah, I am. Okay. Oh. okay, new rule. Just putting this out there. Anyone who gets out of the Hall of Mirrors, stay out there because the rest of us need you. That's a well, great now point. I'm in a tall and skinny area, and if I'm being honest, I look a little bit like Liv Niff. Oh. Oh. Does do you have a watermelon? Head, yeah, does your head look like a watermelon? No, I mean, it's my... I mean, I see someone with a watermelon head. That could oh, be me. You wait, can see Liv. Liv. Wait, 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 Liv. Do something. All right. And then tell Elion afterwards what you did. All right, great. I'm doing it. Okay, I see it. All right. Because it was silent, I was, I was unsure. Oh, no, I'm, al- I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we going to say what you did on three? Well, that's what I was doing, is I was unsure if you were alive or dead. Oh, that's, that's what you were doing. Sense. Oh, man, this one raised his hand. <gasps> oh. But I was also raising my hand. Mm. Was you're insane. in a bad you're in a bad place to judge this. Elian, are you wearing a jumpsuit? No, I'm wearing my normal clothes. Is the guy in the mirror wearing a jumpsuit? No, he's wearing my clothes. Then it's definitely just but his a head reflection. looks different. No, than no, it's just you're a, unless tall, I always a look like that. You. You're in the tall. But I don't have gray stripes on my face. It's it's a reflection you're, of oh, is it dust? It's dust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're in a you're in one of those rooms that makes you have a fat head and a skinny body. Yeah. And it's the mirror's kind of dusty. Yeah. I think I'm dusty because the roller coaster. Oh, dusty. you're okay. Are you dusty? Oh well, why don't you wipe your head and see if any dust comes off? Yeah. Okay. I'm dusty. <laughs> that was a real roller coaster. I thought maybe there was a duplicate. Another the duplicate oh, was in here. That would be quite a roller coaster. I see what you did there. No, like a real roller coaster that makes you kind of. No, yeah, we we picked up on you. You made a funny. You know, you like you ride a roller coaster, and as no. you're on it, you're like, "Well, what if I don't exist?" Yeah, you made a funny joke there. Just just don't do funny joke. No, it's not a joke. I'm legitimately Come serious. On. Come on, Elliot. it was pretty it's pretty good. Come on. Come Accept on. the compliment. You described a funny looking roller coaster. Fine. That's what he did, right? That's the joke. <laughs> no, not not really. <laughs> he just had ridden a roller coaster, and the... I don't get it. Okay, well. Well, sorry, Liv. We we uh, kind of neglected you there for a minute. But... No, that's fine. Okay. Well, um, so all right. So you so uh, you want to date yourself? You need a form. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I get. You know, this I is like... a. I think this is way above board. It's a total. This is a for, another fourth dimension situation. Who among us has any idea what it's like to date yourself? Nobody, right? Yeah. I'm worried. That, what if I'm a monster to myself? Hmm. Well, you know. That's a risky run with just about anybody, I think. I guess it's fair. But I guess you wouldn't think you were a monster. Yeah, remember even that? if you were a monster. Remember that bag full of hair situation? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should administer one more morality test. Do you think that's reasonable? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You you say that, and then I got. There's one thing I'm worried about. Okay. It's the based on the regulatory environment. If we fill out a form that says he made a mistake in the quantity control department, what if they send a team to clean up that mistake oh, and they have to oh. eradicate one of the duplicates? A looper situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. How would they even know which one's the duplicate? Exactly. That, I'm not even sure if I'm the original or the duplicate now. There's well, it's almost way. like, what's the difference? If you just duplicated yourself, well, I don't know. Well, I guess we could carbon date him. Yeah, but it would be identical. Hmm. Because we already have the exact right number of carbon twelve, carbon thirteen, and carbon fourteen. At oh. least at the moment that we were duplicated. That's true. Only after they were duplicated did they start to have different existences. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I think I have the solution, but I—it's not a fun one. I think you have to mutilate yourself in some way. You have to give yourself some sort of a distinctive scar. It's really the only way that we could know. Or you know, like a tattoo. Oh, I guess that would work too. Or just like a like a sticker. What would this solve? A sticker. Yeah, just put a sticker on yourself. Or you can mutilate. You know, I mean, hey, mutilate seems like the most permanent one, but uh, who am I to? Yeah, I guess there are tattoo removal services. Mm-hmm. Although there are scar removal services too. Yeah, and sticker removal services. Yeah, you got to put a sticker on a place where only you would know it was that other people don't see often. Like other people or the other lefnif. Well, if you want to date him, he's probably going to see a lot of different parts of you. So That's true. I guess I would suggest that you keep some sort of a secret physical location from your duplicate so that you can always know you're not the duplicate. But wouldn't the other duplicate know that location would be the place that I would put some sort of mark in order to identify this? Ooh, so you got to put it in, in an obvious place that's not visible to him, that he would think he'd never put it there. What's a place where you would never think to hide anything on yourself? 
Oh gosh, on my forehead. Yeah, there you that go. That's what I would. Yeah, say. not even hidden. Me too. But then again, it would be very immediately obvious to him, and he could just try to try to duplicate it. What if I put it on him in a place where he can't see it? But then you. If, oh. Lith, if the Lith that's here is so concerned about distinguishing himself from the I'm other I'm not Lith, concerned about distinguishing. Uh, it seems like you guys are concerned about okay. me distinguishing. That's the mistake I was making. <laughs> In quantity control, we don't care if things look alike or different, only how many there are. Is it, I, maybe I whiffed this, but is it an issue Whiff that Niff. there? Whiff Niff, that's not a bad name. There's, you can call the duplicate Whiff Niff. Mm. I was going to call myself with it. Oh, there you go. Okay. That sounds like you're real stinky. Makes... Yeah. Whiff, whiff. Well, see, I was going to call myself no lift niff since I'm the first one. Mm. And he would be one lift niff. Ooh. Why not? Why would you not be one? Well, because I'm no. I'm original. I'm lift niff prime. Mm. That sounds better than no, honestly. Think so? Yeah. All right, fine. I'm lift niff prime. Lift niff prime. Cool. So, all right. Here, here, hear me out. If you tattoo the word prime on your forehead which it sounds like you're very eager to do mm -hmm. the duplicate of lift niff so all right if you ran into lift duplicate lift niff mm -hmm. and duplicate lift niff had the word prime tattooed on its forehead mm -hmm. what would you do would you, would you also get the tattoo or would it be would you feel it would be immoral for you to copy the tattoo off of lift niff well assuming that i am lift niff prime mm -hmm. and that lift niff one, or perhaps Lifnif Double Prime, had tattooed Prime, then I would assume that that Lifnif had turned evil because now he is trying to subsume the existence of Lifnif Prime by making himself Lifnif Prime. So but he's the duplicate, so he thinks he's Prime because he is you. So what's going to happen? So, all right, so we would we would be, uh, this would be a, uh, uh, we would change the, the equation by measuring it here in that he would think you were you were the duplicate trying to subsume his identity and therefore yes. become evil yes simply by you doing this man so we both think that the other person has turned evil in our pursuit to try and identify ourselves as lift prime you're not lift prime that just dawned on me you're both lift prime the only difference between you is the difference that happened after the duplication well like, exactly that's what i've been saying the whole time <laughs> well i was a little slow in the uptake <laughs> I guess we're just assuming that you're to be trusted. Did you like lose consciousness briefly when the duplication occurred and then come to staring at Lifnif the second? Well, no. So I accidentally stepped into the receiver ray. The receiver ray produced something in the uh, extrication ray, which was new Lifnif. We had our conversation, but we lose and then additional words beyond that. Then we got into a small fight oh, in which oh. we tumbled and tussled. And during that tussle, I think we lost track of which one was Lifnet Prime and which one was Lifnet Double Prime. Was it one of those fights where each of you was catching the other's punches as yes. they threw them? Well, we, neither of us could land a single punch. Oh, I guess your fists would just hit against each other. Mm -hmm. So it was more like just a series of fist bumps. We headbutted each other. We fist bumped each other. Uh, at one point, we tackled each other, but mostly just sort of chest bumped. Which would have been equal and opposite force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you would have just, I, oh, man, what's the physics of that? They would just meet in the middle and stop. Yeah, perfect stop. Hmm. Two and six. It looked like you. Did you have a question? It looked like you had one. I was just sort of thinking, like, let's put one of them in music school and see what happens. <laughs> but only one. Yes. And then force. And them. we get separate them and make their experiences vastly different Ooh, so and see like how how far down the line do their instincts remain the same you're thinking like a scientist different people they're good for Elion. this is a this is yeah, an alien type this is a nature versus nurture thing yeah mm. really this is a perfect opportunity for an experiment i always wanted to date a musician <laughs> all right so we have to find the duplicate and put him in music school that's but he's going to say he's you so how do we know that we found the duplicate this is this we, opens up all kinds of opportunities for tax fraud yeah yeah, this is. What if they meet each really other and try thing. to kill each other because they think the other one's evil and they both kill themselves and now there's zero lifnifs? I'll tell you what. That's a real quantity control problem. I could go deep on this multiverse stuff all day. Yeah, I, it, you know, if there's one thing I could say, it's I, I'm really glad that right before this meeting we weren't talking about how difficult this kind of stuff is to sort out. <laughs> you know, Lyft, I, I'm going to throw something out here. I think maybe the only real solution here is for you to leave. 
for one of you to leave the ship. Oh, for good? That is the most. That is the most horrifying thing you could possibly say to somebody who just fell in love. I'm so well. I mean, honestly, it, but it makes for a great story. You're a regular William Shakespeare. There's another possibility. So I'm assuming that I'm Lifnif Prime. Okay. What if he's walking around thinking he's Lifnif Double Prime? We've been operating under an assumption that he assumes he's Prime, but what if he assumes he's Double Prime? Like something about him figured it out. That he was the duplicate? I mean, we work in quantity control. That's true. We get it. If anybody's going to figure it out, it's going to be you or the other one. Mm-hmm. 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 But you haven't figured it out yet. Well, I feel certain I am with Neff Prime. And I feel certain that oh. he is with Neff Double Prime. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Assuming fair. Assuming that he is out there under operating under the same assumption, he assumes he is lift up double prime, and I am lift up prime. You know what's interesting, it's going through my mind, is if you were truly had the exact same experience up to the very moment that you were cloned. Duplicated. Duplicated. Mm. Ah, yes. Wasn't <laughs> Maybe lift up double prime went, um, Hey, wasn't I looking at something different a split second ago? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was trying to isolate here. Like, if we can prove, or if he can really remember, like, maybe he's constructing the memory that he was looking. The way. So, yeah. all right, let's take us back through through the mind banks here. Okay. You you accidentally step into the, the receiving ray, you said. Right. I'm in quantity control. Yes. The uh, warning light comes on on the duplicator. Mm-hmm. I step into the receiving ray booth to reset the receiving ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, in doing so, the system automatically reboots and autom- automatically begins a duplication. Mm-hmm. I turn around, look in the extrication ray, and see Lifnif Double Prime. Okay, so are there any sort of like motivational posters on the wall of the quantity control department? Uh, yes, one of a cat hanging off of a limb, and it says, count it. Where, where, where is it? Is it behind the extrication ray or behind the receiving ray? Uh, it is on the front door coming into quantity. Dang it, that doesn't help at all. Man, I was really hoping there was going to be some sort of a distinguishing Well, you can't put mark. anything in the extrication ray or the receiving ray. Well, well, it's, it's, it's like behind, it. like on the wall behind. How, how confident are you of the quantity of mirrors in the um, quantity control room? There are no mirrors okay. in the quantum. That's control. what I was getting at. Oh, maybe, yeah. Were you just seeing maybe it was a hall of mirrors and there wasn't a duplicate? Yeah, at all? I mean, he's like, I looked into the, uh, you know, the extrication bay mm. and saw myself, and by maybe he's looking like a mirror. Mm. Did you, was there like a scheduled mirror delivery that day? Well, we don't schedule mirror deliveries. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe it happened. Maybe someone scheduled a mirror delivery. Maybe they delivered it to the wrong department. Why would they? Maybe, maybe they tried to deliver it to the quality control department. We might have duplicated a mirror. Oh, that would be a real problem. Like somebody may have brought us a mirror duplicate and we may have duplicated the mirror in quantity mm. control. Mm. I guess what I'm throwing out here is maybe it was just a mirror the whole time. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be pretty sad. That would be almost as bad as saying, hey, you have to leave the ship. You have to leave the ship forever. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes total sense. They have to isolate each other's in different environments. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. Music, Music school. school. And a tattoo. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Lift him. Do you want to go to music school off ship? Do you want to go to some sort of fancy music school? Well, no, I like it here. Okay, well, so we got to send his duplicate to the music well, school. Well, but his duplicate's not going to like it either because they're exactly the same. Oh, good point. What, what, if we just, what if we just gave it a good, healthy month? Ooh, what, what's your dream job? Yep. And for the love of God, do not say quantity control. Oh, no, I never wanted to be in quantity I wound up in this job. You know, when the, you put your number in the thing and it picks a job for you that you, oh, yeah, it yeah, links yeah, yeah. your most suited yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I got quantity control. Got it. When you were a little a little guy, what mm-hmm. was your dream? What did you want to be? Oh, pilot. All right. Pilot. We're going to send your duplicate pilot to school. pilot school. Why the duplicate? Why not just send him? Because he wants to go. Yeah, but here's the thing. The duplicate also wants to go, so we can make that way. I'm sorry. We have to break one of your dreams. Okay, here's the oh. deal. Here's the deal, Lipnip. Tattoo the word prime on your forehead. Put a sticker somewhere that no one else would ever think to look for it, but it's not visible normally. Pack your bags, because you're going to pilot school. Oh, good. And also, um, make sure you don't get any mirrors delivered to the quantity control department. Done? Did we solve it? Quick question. Is there another humanoid resources department? Not saying you guys aren't doing a good job, but I'm just wondering, is it possible that Lipnip Double Prime is also in a different humanoid resources department also trying to fill out a full. I suppose you're asking the wrong guys. Okay. I suppose it's possible he's in a different part of the Hall of Mirrors talking to our reflections. Because he would have been saying all the exact same stuff. It does some. I have. This whole conversation has sounded like it's in stereo. Well, there's. I mean, there's. 
a lot of just like hard glass walls everywhere. That's another good point. I gave two forms away, so you handed two forms to two different people. Lifnif, how many how many forms do you have? I have no forms. You get it. You get. It. <laughs> oh no. Maybe wait, Elliot. Check your pockets. Oh, they're in there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I feel strange for doing a funeral for someone whose body is still present, but I know that the spirit within that body is not the same as my old, good, close, personal, platonic friend, Wade Anderson, and that's why I'm okay doing this funeral right now. Yeah. I, uh, I guess there's nothing for it but to take this rock that used to be my soul vessel and paint a Wade-like face on it and throw it into the back yeah, of the Yes, draw his face upon it. I assume his spirit has lifted into the stars where he so desired to be because he loved space. And as we lift him onto the heavens, I say these words. Lift Niff was played by Chris George. Please see Chris George at Comedy of Errors at Corn Conservatory, the first of every third Saturday and Sunday in November. What do you think? Does this look like him? I think so. Just make him smile a little bit more. He was always so joyful. All right. Doug Doyle was played by Connor Doyle. Elian Berjuan was played by Pedro Williams. And P16 was played by Ryan Cleary. I don't... Now... Here's the thing. I don't think you're allowed to just have a clerical collar. I'm pretty sure there are things you have to do to earn that. Amen is not like an inherently religious no, thing. No, I Amen mean is that, the word. No, yes. I mean that clerical collar you are wearing. I can find whatever I want. If I want a collar, I can wear a collar. It's a high fashion thing. The top button is a very good, cool fashion for women these days. So I've heard from Vogue. Alright, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this rock through the right. window. R.I.P. Wade, I love you so much and I never told you! Goodbye! <laughs> oh god, oh, I threw it through the window! Oh, oh, I, oh, oh, I told you I was gonna do it! Why didn't you stop it? I threw it through the window! Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.